Volume 21, the Sicha Titzave slash Purim, article number two, title Go Villagers. So in the article titled From the 11th to the 15th, we went through the Rebbe's process of concluding that even though the verse states the dates of the 14th of other for the villages and large towns, and the date of the 15th for Kerachim, cities that have been surrounded by, the, by a wall in the days of Joshua, the son of Nun. Nevertheless, the verse's statement, quote, to observe, to observe pointed times, plural, we see that the, quote, the Megillah is read on the 11th, on the 12th, and on the 13th, uh, end quote of the Mishnah, are not days of paying up, one's obligation of reading the Megillah on the 14th or the 15th, but rather the sages instituted the 11th, 12th, and 13th for villagers as being actual appointed times of the mitzvah of reading the Megillah. The article also shared the Rebbe's insight that the essence of the writing and the reading of the Megillah is to take that which was not originally ordained by God, meaning holy, and it becoming holy. Hence, the Megillah is the only of the 24 books of the written Torah which does not have the name of God within it. For on the one hand, it comes from the verse, quote, Anochi, I essence, hide will hide, haster, aster, in the Torah language, play on the word of Esther. So on the one hand, it's all about the hide will hide my face, meaning the name. While on the other hand, it is from the and anochi, which means I essence, beyond any finite revelation of God's name. So, and this is why the Mishnah begins with the words Megillah is read on the 11th instead of starting with the verses stated 14th or 15th, as we will see now. This article is sharing the way the Rebbe extrapolates its mystical layer and the lesson in our service to God. Even though we extrapolate from our Mishnah, quote, the Megillah is read on the 11th, on the 12th, on the 13th, teaching us are not days of paying up, but actual appointed times. Nevertheless, why wouldn't the first opening Mishnah of the entire Tractic Megillah begin with first stating the permanently set main explicitly stated days of the 14th and the 15th? The answer is, reading the Megillah by the villagers captures the all-encompassing context of the Megillah. The explanation. The reading of the Megillah is divided into three geographical categories. One, Kirachim, which are cities that have been surrounded by a wall in the days of Joshua, son of Ndun. Two, large towns. And three, villages. Let us see what these three categories represent in the service of God on a mystical level. Number one, Karachim, a walled city, means that its service to God is one that is protected from the intrusion of any enemy. Number two, large towns, places that are the dwellings of people. 
Hence, its service to God is of building a dwelling place for him, blessed be he, without the need for plowing, seeding, and waiting for the fields to produce. Number three, villages, where the service is to plow through the hardness, arrogance of the world's concealment upon the presence of God in order to make possible seeding this field and bringing forth produce for God. On the Kabbalistic level, one, Krochim represents the world of Berea, which is creation where there is the service of the fiery angels called Seraphim. Number two, large towns represent the world of Yitzira, which is formation, where there is the service of the angels called Chayos HaKodesh, sacred animals. And number three, villages represents the world of Asiya, where there is the service of the angels called Ofanim, which means wheels. Hence, by understanding the dynamics of each of these worlds and the services of these three types of angels, we will understand the manifestation of these three different geographical categories in our service to God. Number one, Kirachim, which is the world of Bria, which is the angel's seraphim. So Bria is the realm of the emanation of understanding. Hence, the service of the seraphim is their understanding and grasp of the greatness of the infinite light and how, for the infinite light, all is but equally naught. For from the perspective of the infinite light, there is but God is one. Hence, the effect of their service upon them is that they are completely consumed, srafim, nisrafim, in their nullification to and an intense intense yearning for God. Now, when our service to God is on this level of intellect, understanding, absolute nullification to and yearning for God, we are protected from the enemy, the evil inclination, entering our city. Number two, large towns, which is the world of Yetzirah, where there's the angels called Holy Chayos. Yetzirah is the realm of the emanations of the six emotions, where the service of the Chayos HaKodesh, lacking a true capacity of understanding and grasping, is primarily one of emotions, a love and awe of God. Hence, the verse states that the Chayas HaKodesh serve God, quote, Berash Godol with great noise, due to the powerful ways of emotions. Hence, in this service, there is no concealment of arrogance upon the presence of God. And then number three, villages, which is the world of Asiya and the angels of Fanim. Asiya is the realm of acknowledgement and obedient acceptance, where the service of the Ofanim, lacking even the capacity of true emotions, is primarily one of obedient acceptance. And the only understanding and feelings that this service is capable of is only that which is enough to drive an acceptance. Our Shazers compare this to, and I quote, to a villager who saw the king. Now, when a villager sees the king, he gets excited of all the extravagance of the king's palace and everything it contains as he is unaccustomed to them. Now, this verses a city dweller who, see, who saw the king. Now, such an individual focuses on the encounter with the king and is oblivious to all the distractions. 
meaning that a villager is not capable of focusing, understanding, feeling, on the king, capital K, king himself, capital H, but upon his, capital H, outer wealth, which impresses upon him to acknowledge and accept the king, God. Hence, this service to God, which lives in the realm of concealment of any focus upon the king himself, God, needs to continuously plow his own ego, making seeding for God possible. Now, even though the villager lives in the, quote, hide will hide my face, which means lacking any conscious palatable feeling of a revelation of God's presence, and all that he can experience is an acknowledgement and acceptance, nevertheless, it is specifically the ophanim within the realm of the villager which pronounce the, and the villager who brings about, I quote to you the verse from Ezekiel, blessed be God's glory from his place. Kabbalistically, this means blessed means to draw into our world. God's glory means the essence. From his place refers to what it says in Psalms, quote, he made darkness his hiding place. That is done by the Ophanim, while the Seraphim pronounce, I quote you from Isaiah, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Now on a mystical level, holy means separated from the world. So it is specifically the villager with his acceptance and his acknowledgement, obedience, which is able to bring the essence of God into our world. Hence, being that, reading the, the Megillah is all about accomplishing the transformation of the hide will hide into the revelation of Anochi. Therefore, the opening of the entire tract of Megillah begins with the times of the villagers reading 